Hello, everyone. I'm Al Daldegan, creator and producer of the Leaders, Innovators, and Big Ideas podcast, supported by Rainforest Alberta. This podcast showcases the people who are working to improve Alberta's innovation ecosystem. This episode is hosted by Jennifer Morrison. As Inception U's learning catalyst and lead program designer, Jen provides valued leadership, guidance, meaningful connections, and an engaging learning environment to the learners and is deeply dedicated to their success in the Inception U programs. Jen has over 11 years of experience as an educator and received her Master's of Educational Leadership from High Tech High Graduate School of Education in San Diego, California. Jen possesses extensive experience in project-based and experiential learning and design thinking. Let's join Jen now for her conversation with Siri Laku and Ryan Carruth, two learners currently in the Inception U program. Jen, the mic is yours. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Leaders, Innovators, and Big Ideas podcast supported by Rainforest Alberta. My name is Jen Morrison, and I am the Lead Learning Designer and Strategist at Inception U. And today I'm going to be talking to two incredible individuals who I have met in this past year. They are two learners in our full stack developer program. And I'm excited to have them on the show today because I think it's important for all of us to remember that the ecosystem takes all of us to to make it grow, to make you know the industry evolve. And I'm excited to introduce you to Ryan and Siri today. So Ryan Caruth has a background in geographic information systems. He is someone who enjoys being outside, spends quite a bit of time in the East Kootenays when he has the time to do so. And Ryan is eager to transition into tech and it's been awesome to watch his journey along the way in, in the program with us. And then we have Siri here as well, Siri Lacou. She has a background in computer science and has worked also in geographic information systems as a GIS data analyst. And she is also pivoting into tech, digging into the world of software development. So I want to welcome you both, Ryan and Siri. Hey, thanks for the invite, Jen. <laughs> Siri, I was teasing her before we started the show. I'm like, Siri, make sure you speak up loud because she's she has quite a quiet voice. But I'm I'm stoked that you're both here with me today. So what we're gonna do is just start with some context and background so the audience has a sense of who you are and where you're coming from. So Siri, I'm gonna have you start first and share with us where you are from and where you grew up. So hi, everyone. Hi, this is Siri. So I am basically from BSA and computer science background. And later I worked as GIS data analyst at Google. And I worked there for two and a half years and I moved to Canada. And after here, I took some break, like, you know, to help my family settle down. And yeah, so and I was also in the meantime, you know, brushing up my skills for computer science. Yeah, luckily got into Inception U to pivot my career from, you know, kind of GIS into programming. That's amazing. And Siri, we were so excited to to have you join the program with us. Ryan, do you want to share a little bit about your background as well? Where did you grow up? And, you know, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, for sure. So I was born and raised in Calgary. I've been super fortunate to 
grew up skiing at Fernie as well. My parents have a place there. So we always did the weekend warrior type thing, leave Calgary Friday night and then come back Sunday night. Right out of high school, I took the welding engineering technology program. And through that, I discovered non-destructive testing. Early into that, I got, I got laid off just because they hired too many technicians for the shutdown that we were working on. So I took some time. I worked at a car dealership here in Calgary. And then I, after some bit, I decided to go into the BGIS program at SAIT, which is an amazing program. My favorite course was the, the Python course, the development. So right from then, I just I thought, you know, it'd be pretty cool to be on the developer side of things. Now, unfortunately, that's when the pandemic happened and I didn't actually get the practicum. But through that experience, I got on EI and was able to discover Inception U, a full stack developer, which I'm thinking I can definitely combine this with geospatial. That's amazing. Thanks for that, Ryan. It's awesome that you grew up in Calgary. It, it might sound weird, but I, I feel like... There are a lot of people who have migrated to Calgary, either from the East Coast or Eastern Canada and have moved out this way. But that's amazing that you grew up here. And Siri, that's also incredible that you grew up in, in India and made your way to Canada. And as context, actually, Siri and another gal in the cohort, Nita, had invited a few of us over to her place for dinner. It was so fantastic. And we got to eat some amazing, authentic Indian food. So I feel like I actually need to book another time to go back to Siri's for dinner. But so the two of you, you have clearly had different paths in terms of where you're from, but you have this common thread of um, a GIS background. And, you know, Ryan, you were just telling us a little bit about your professional journey and you did Siri as well with, you know, uh, trying to find work. And obviously in the last couple of years with the the economic downturn and the challenges that we've all been facing and the pandemic too, you know, you are pivoting your careers. You're like stepping into this slightly new world of, of tech. So curious, Siri, do you want to share with, with me first, what was the pull for you? I mean, you, you're, you're almost done the full stack developer program now with us, but what was the initial pull for you to explore learning software development and stepping into the innovation sector? So I always had there is this interest of, you know, developing some app that could help people to, you know, use it. A small apps, like when we see a, a weather app, it really helps us to, you know, get the data that we want. So I always had that. And since I'm being from a computer science background and I never got the chance to build a project that works from front end to back end. And knowing about this program was like, it really felt like I got the chance to prove my skills and learn more. Is, was it, you know, you're wanting to continue to develop and improve your skills. Did you, did you expect or anticipate that you would be shifting into this? this whole new world at this point in your career? No, not at all, because I was totally into GIS. I had no plans to get into programming. Seeing the current Alberta, whole of Alberta moving into tech industry, I thought like maybe it's a good chance for me to get into now. Well, you've definitely, you know, dove into the, the learning experience with us. Ryan, how about you? What was the pull for you to step into, into tech? I'd say the pull for me was, well, as I discussed earlier, I really enjoyed the Python course in the GIS program. So I 
knew I wanted to be a developer of some sort. I really enjoyed automating tasks, automating repetitive tasks, making things a little more efficient. I, I really liked the creative side of it. It'd be cool to, to create something that the whole, that's useful for the world. Yeah, I'd say that was the initial poll. That's awesome. And, you know, I want to acknowledge too, I know you're both very shy people. So thank you for putting yourself out there for today. And and Ryan, that's amazing because I do think you have quite a creative side to you that, you know, you recognize through, you know, development programming, you can actually, you know, create some really incredible things. So, you know, the two of you are obviously almost done the program now, but were there particular events or situations or people that have helped you along the way, either in the initial decision to pivot into tech or, you know, within the last six months. So I, I'm just wondering, like, what have been these steps that have helped make this shift happen for you? Let's have Ryan go first on this one. The initial step into tech, I think the situation that kind of happened for me was, you know, I'm, I'm 27 now and I was working seasonal jobs at Fernie and at Camp Park near Fernie. So it was, it was time to you know, get into a more professional role. Now, in the program, I'd say, well, de- definitely my classmates, they really gave me some some wise words for both like burnout, for example. Me during Project 2, I was definitely struggled with that. And yeah, also just from technical side and building that confidence to go out and talk with people. Yeah. And, you know, and you were speaking about the the program specifically, I've really noticed an evolution of you in the last six months, really putting yourself out there. And it's been awesome to watch and really interesting. And I'm really proud of you for that. Siri, how about you? I mean, were there, you know, particular steps either prior to the program or, you know, during the last six months that have been sort of key for you to help make this shift happen in your career? Yeah, so after joining the Inception U program, I was really, you know, helped by the facilitators to help me learn, to clear my doubts or anything. They were ready at any point of time, even at night, 10 o'clock, I can ping them. So it was really helpful to learn new things, especially when it comes to software development. It's new every single day. So I'm very happy and satisfied with the support I got from here. That's great. And, and uh, you know, it, it's interesting, you know, throughout the six months, there's moments where, you know, any learner in any program, I can imagine whether you're attending something at SAIT or you're attending something at UFC or Mount Royal or online learning in, you know, many places around the world. But there's those moments where you feel like you're grasping something and then the universe or, you know, the program will throw a curveball at you and and then you realize how much you you don't know. I'm curious if, you know, the two of you, what have the past six months been like for you? I mean, and, and not just necessarily with, you know, learning with us at Inception U, but, you know, pivoting careers or shifting into something new takes a lot of courage. And there's a lot of people that are, you know, doing that work right now in Alberta to help grow grow the innovation sector. But I'm Ryan, can you tell me about what the past six months have been like? I mean, how has your thinking evolved? Let's maybe start there. And then what's been the impact on that for you? Do you want to share a little bit about that? Past six months have been very eye-opening and I really or really enjoyed the essential skills part of it. I feel like just coming from the 
the GIS background and whatnot, the schooling, I I wasn't really like networking with anyone. I was just focusing on, you know, assignments, schoolwork, which is super important. But I was leaving the the talking to people out. And the more I've been going through this program, the more I've been realizing that, you know, to like have a better chance of going somewhere where you want to go is to to talk with people and network so i've been really really pushing myself to go to as many meetups as i can chat with all these all the industry people just build my build my confidence and communication skills yeah i feel like that was a very big big part of the six months. Yeah. And I can, I can definitely attest to that. There's been such a, an incredible growth in you with your confidence. And it's been really amazing to watch you sort of take these steps in ways that made sense to you. And that's the thing too, with networking and, you know, building those connections, it's going to be a little bit different for everybody. So, you know, your, I think your mindset has been a, a really key part in your journey for sure. Siri, how about you? I mean, what if, what have the past six months been like, you know, has your thinking evolved in any particular way and what's been the impact as well? Really, when I look back at myself six months ago, it's there is a dr- drastic change like the way i think the, in, including the essential skills and the soft skills technical skills i could say like it was really place to learn a lot of things and to communicate with people as ryan said i got the chance to meet a lot of companies talk to them know about them talk about myself and share what i know and what i can bring up that's that's awesome. So so to the two of you, I mean, our program is structured around project-based learning. So you're learning by doing, and we have our learners starting before they're ready, essentially, breaking things, making mistakes, but also working collaboratively in team. And, you know, for the both of you, you have worked um, on a couple of different project teams throughout this process. And, you know, your teammates have different backgrounds, right? Different professional backgrounds. I'm curious to the both of you and Siri, I'll have you answer first on this one. What have you seen as the benefit or ripple effect, I guess, of having people on a team from different professional experiences working on a project to address a problem. I mean, what have you noticed in that? Because you've you've experienced that with project two and three, and, you know, you're working with different people who come from different industries. So from your perspective, what's been your experience with that? Other than software, computer science background, I had worked with people who are from varied backgrounds. So it was like, I got the chance to look at an issue from their point of view instead of usually we see from our end but also understanding from their point of view and solving her issue is was really good like you know i got the chance to see from their lens and yeah for software that is really important that's what i think like because you know when we build an app we know that users are from different backgrounds or different users use some application differently. So since I had the chance to work with people who are from different backgrounds, I got to learn how they think 
how they use something. Yeah, recognizing that perspective and how individuals think approaching a problem, working together. I absolutely hear you on that. Ryan, do you have any additional thoughts or, you know, other ideas that you want to add to maybe what Siri shared? Yeah, I'll just just add. So yeah, the understanding the different perspectives, definitely, as well as maybe I can, I'll just give a few examples here. We have someone that's from a marketing background. So that really assisted in the UX and user persona side of creating the story, as well as if you're maybe a bit more in like an artist type role, then you kind of want to work a bit more on like the CSS and maybe make the site pretty off the start. So yeah, thanks to the two of you for that. It's it's always so interesting when we're paired with people that think very differently than us. There's something very comfortable about being around people that are similar. And there's something, uh, I don't want to say dangerous, but there's something limiting about that, obviously. So so that's great to hear that you've had that experience, you know, working in the teams that you have. To the both of you, you know, at Inception U, we do a lot of work with unlearning. And you know, growth mindset's really important to to us as a team, but also to the learners that we're working with. So I'm curious from from your perspective, you know, Siri, what does successful learning mean to you? And have you had to unlearn any mental models or ways of thinking along the way in the last six months? Like I'm I'm curious about your journey with that. We'll have you share first. Yeah, so I would say unlearning is really important because when we look at something with our point point of view or um, I learn from an environment where I should be learning from A to Z and I go for implementing. So instead here, the unlearning that I did personally is that I first started to work, then I started learning. So that is what I did. Yeah. So essentially what you're sharing there is previously in in experiences where you've been learning new information or learning new skills, you went that sort of linear approach. But it sounds like the unlearning that happened with you recently was that you just started before you're ready or you started building before you knew all the information. Would you say that's true? Yeah. So it's like... I started working on something along with learning that. Mm-hmm. Ryan, how about you? I mean, there's a lot. It, this, it's such a big question because, you know, what what the learners experience with us or anybody out there that's pivoting their career, you know, there's so much that you go through in, in that period of time. And so the reflection piece is ongoing. But right now for you, Ryan, like, what does successful learning mean to you now and what have you had to unlearn? Yeah, yeah. I think successful learning for me looks like learning by doing, by creating. What I had to unlearn was learning, like knowing like all the the fundamentals of React before I started jumping into a project. I'll give you an example, for example. So project two was essentially... At the end of the project, I kind of, what did I just create? Even just because I didn't really 
know any of the the fundamentals behind anything really so i i was super frantic to try and like understand before we started project three but i've come to realize while doing project three that it's no you don't need to like know everything and then start the project you just start the project and if you if you're stuck at on something, ask for help, whatever. Everyone's there to support you. So I had to learn the, I had to know everything type thing. Yeah. You know, I guess the way my brain is relating to this is it's like looking at a blank canvas, right? And, you know, as a painter, because I, you know, creatively, I, I really enjoy painting. And I remember there have been many times where I'm looking at this canvas and I'm like trying to almost plan out the painting before I start. And that almost makes it harder to get started. So you just have to get some paint on the on the canvas. And so in the context of what you're both talking about, it's almost like you just have to start coding. You know, you have to get your keys on the on the keyboard. Tony Anderson's talked about that quite a bit. You know, he's he's now the CTO at Arcus, but he has shared with me that you know, working with the Inception U learners has been such a great reminder of how much he really enjoys programming. What are your thoughts on, you know, because clearly there's a lot of opportunity in tech right now and the the industry is growing very quickly. Do you think it's important for people to be really passionate about it if they're wanting to get into this industry? Because I hear sometimes, especially if people are applying to our programs, they know there are opportunities or jobs, but that passion component is missing. I'm wondering if maybe Ryan, do you want to share first? What are your thoughts with that? Yeah, absolutely. I think you have to be super passionate to do this. I mean, spending your whole day behind a computer coding, like you need to really enjoy the work that you're doing or or eventually you're just gonna get super tired and not wanna wanna do it anymore. I think yeah, I think like you have to also do some do some coding exercises outside of the program as well. Siri, how about you? What are your thoughts with that? Yeah, so yeah, the passion it drives you to learn more. That's what I would add to what Ryan said. Like if if you are not ready to code or if you don't have a goal to build something, it doesn't help, I would say. Yeah, it's interesting how if that passion component is missing, how it actually can be more draining for someone rather than the, than, than the opposite. So I'm curious to the both of you, you know, when when you're learning something new, and I'm not just talking about the program here, but I, I feel this often, the, the imposter or the, you know, the imaginary thing on your shoulder telling you that, you know, you're not good enough or you don't know enough yet or, you know, that that imposter thing that can come up for us. I mean, what has been your experience to the two of you uh, in the learning that you've been doing with your imposter? I mean, how have you been navigating that? Because I know there's a lot of people out there. I don't care what what your title is or what your job is. We all feel it. So I'm. do you want to, Siri, we'll have you go first with this. What has been your experience with the imposter and how have you navigated dealing with that? Yeah, so imposter was every time with me. I was like, you know, can I do this or will I be able to do this? But I I really took some time to Google on the things that I don't know and learn more and 
having consistent improvement like as the instructors at inception you say that you know you need move a needle every day instead of after one week so so that's what i did i try to learn a bit each day and you know that really let my imposter go away at least after 6 months i feel confident enough to go and build something or learn something or you know work on projects yeah ryan how about you i mean we've we've talked about this quite a bit but i'm curious your thoughts how have you dealt with the imposter i mean i like to think of it like a car you know the imposter can be driving the car can be sitting in the front beside you or in the trunk you know not in sight so how have how have you navigated this yeah so i think i really think communi- communication is, like is key everyone's in the same boat the facilitators are here to assist you just talk it out whenever whenever you feel like really 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 down and then as as Siri said just really take time googling and understand what you're doing taking every single as you put every single day moves the you're moving the needle a little bit for, forward what i always say in the in the tech is it's it's all about small wins you got to you got to celebrate when when something works talk with all the other people that are in, in the same boat as you and really form that form that community what are you looking forward to because i mean i say this often with any cohort um but it goes fast and all of a sudden you know we have two weeks left with you guys what are you what are you most excited about in the next uh, in the next while but what i'm what i'm most looking forward to in the next two weeks is building more more connections specifically geospatial that conversation that i recently had was very very positive and eye opening for me so tell us about that convert tell us about that who was that with and you know what came from that It was it was with Peter. He works as a geospatial engineer and essentially that me coming from a GIS background I'm, I'm showing a lot of interest in working in the geospatial industry with tech. Now, I am seeing a lot of stuff saying that there needs to be you need to know machine learning and everything. And that really 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 frightened me cuz you know I'm I'm learning javascript right now and I I don't have a like huge knowledge of javascript so I'm kind of like well how can I jump from javascript all the way up to machine learning but that conversation really like made me aware that you're you're not going to be learning like you're not expected to know all this machine learning and stuff right when you're right when you're out of inception you just yeah take your time and be be patient with yourself good things will happen yeah it it's neat it, for for the both of you there's just all of these doors and for all the learners in the the cohort there's all of these doors that are opening and it's exciting and you know the benefit of the ecosystem that we have here in Alberta and in Calgary here cuz you're both here in Calgary uh is that it really is about support and we're all learners i mean we're all learning all the time it's i'm excited to see what's next for you you know where you're going to land what the team is going to look like and the the things that you're building and the impact that uh, that those products are having i the last question i have for for both of you is what's lighting you up i mean it doesn't have to be 
you know, learning related, but is there anything that you're particularly curious about right now that you would like to share with us? So Ryan, let's have you go first. Anything that you're curious about? Again, it doesn't have to be like learning related. It could be anything. You want to share that with us? What's lighting you up? So I'm, I'm curious about what's next. Like what, what's next in the tech ecosystem? What's, what's next for, for even cars? I have a, a very big passion for, for cars and vehicles. So, you know, what are they going to produce with all the electric cars coming out and everything? What's next for the ski industry? That's awesome. Siri, how about you? And what are you curious about right now in your, in your life? Yeah. So first thing first, I'm very curious about where I will be landing my first job. And the second thing would be like, I have seen like in Calgary, we have lots of shootings going on for movies. I'll be, I'm very curious, like where will the Calgary be in future? Like when it comes to movie industry? Yeah, that's amazing. I would agree. I mean, where I live when they were filming The Last of Us, do you remember when the, the flyover was closed a little while ago and they had all the cars on the bridge? I don't know if you guys remember that. Anyway, it's neat to see. So that's cool. Are you a big movie fan, Siri? Do you, do you enjoy going to the movies? Yeah, a lot. I like we watch a lots of movies at home in the weekends. But I have one more thing to add to that. Recently, we but just went for a walk near to my house, and there was a moving shooting going on near the train track. And I saw a very big drone. I was like, oh my god, it's really interesting to, you know, be in a city that would be future shooting zone area. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Well, I, I'm really grateful for the two of you to, to have you chatting with me today and setting some time aside to share a little bit about your journey and, you know, what's next for you. I would encourage everybody to connect with Siri and Ryan if you have a chance on LinkedIn and go to our website, inceptionu.com. And I'm, you know, telling you right now, this group is awesome, this group of learners. And it'll be fun to see how so many people coming from different backgrounds and different professional experiences are going to have an impact in the tech ecosystem in the next couple of years. So to the two of you, big thank you for joining me today. Yeah, thanks, Jen. Thank you for having us. Yeah, absolutely. So a big shout out to the two of you. I'm really proud of, you know, how you've dove into this experience. And I think for all of us, no matter where you are in your career, you know, what position you are in a company or an organization or a business or a startup, it's so important for us to always be learning always be growing and to be curious uh, about the people around us, about the problems, you know, in society and how we can contribute to helping to solve those problems through great tech. So have a wonderful day, everybody. I always enjoy having these conversations and I look forward to the next one. Siri and Ryan, big shout out to you and shout out to all the learners who are in the current cohort. All right. Take a check in with your, what you're passionate about, everybody. What lights you up and get to work. Have a great day. If you haven't already, visit rainforestab.ca and sign the Rainforest Social Contract. Become part of the inclusive, silo-busting, sector-agnostic, all-industry, open-sourced, ego-shrinking, ecosystem-building, entrepreneur-focused, wide-open, social barrier-smashing community known as Rainforest Alberta. This episode was brought to you by New Idea Machine. We build great custom software while bridging the gap between education and experience. New Idea Machine makes your ideas real. 
Visit newideamachine.com for more info. Music for the show was created by Tony Deldegan. Please be sure to share this episode with everyone you know. Also, don't forget to come by and say hi at the next Rainforest event. Let us know what you think of this podcast. If you're interested in being either a host, sponsor, or a guest of the show, send me an email at rainforestpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.